0: faithful I just wanted to drop in bend your ear a little bit get your attention so if you're not listening drop what you're doing and pay attention to me because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily maybe if you're binging it I'm not sure that's entirely up to you but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcasts, we have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself... Fuckery deprived. Curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up. And just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Welcome, Angry Favorite. Today on What the
1: Hell We Got Uh Mitt- Man, I forgot your last name. I know it's Burrow called. Burrow. Mitch
2: Burrow. Uh, World famous comedian Mitch Bro, although very forgettable. <laughs> you, you want me to give you some applause there? There we go. Thank we
1: got you got some applause thank you, there. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? It's you. One uh, of the comedians that go uh, to open mic and everything like that, or the comedians that actually go to the show and everything. You're the ones I, I like because you don't. You do your show, and you make it to where. Every, I mean, everybody has problems with this fucking town. I mean, you came here from LA, yeah, from like yeah. A prob- uh, I because mean, of COVID and everything. I think but- it's
2: very important to, to you know, say I don't belong here. Oh yeah, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm a victim of circumstance. I am way better than Wichita Falls.
3: <laughs>
2: like every I-
1: everybody tells me the same thing. And I've been here for like uh, close to like. <laughs> Thirty-eight years. So. I get it.
2: You you belong here. Yeah, You're, you deserve it.
1: I don't. I don't know if I belong here because I'll go. I'll I'll end up going like to other places and everything, and it's just like a, a flip of a coin. And I come here and I do like one of my jokes, and they're like, "I can't believe you even fucking said that." I'm like, "Really?"
2: I uh, look. I, I've been a professional comedian for fifteen years. I just uh, I hit a, a breaking point when my daughter was born, and I had to. Yeah, I got scared, uh, so I took a, a a regular job that paid insurance and stuff like that, and uh, and then as soon as I got here, I was like, what What was I thinking, man? <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. You know, I, I could teach my daughter to believe in herself and and take chances, and you know, always follow your heart, but instead, I I taught her that sometimes it's best to just give up <laughs> and uh, and go back to the corporate world. But hopefully, I'll change it. Hopefully... Well, uh, you still
1: got... We, uh, if you... Honestly, if you go down to Austin
2: a lot... I do. I actually am in a competition down there. Oh, uh, really? It's the Austin Comedy Competition. Grand prize, $5,000. And uh, I've finished first in the last two rounds. So, the final round is in two weeks. Uh, and hopefully, i walk away the champion. Oh, that's great, man. I I feel really good about it. I mean... You know, it's one of those things where I'm doing it, and uh, here, real quick, let me just preface. Okay. Uh, rappers are always talking about how they're the greatest rapper alive. Yeah. Every rapper is the best. They have confidence, they have swag, and they exude that at all times. Comedians, for the most part, tend to be a little more withdrawn. They don't really talk, they don't brag about themselves unless it's Dave Chappelle, who has no problem telling everybody that he's the greatest. Uh, comedians for the most part, don't ever talk about how good they are. I'm done with that. I, I stood back too long with, uh, modesty. Yeah. I'm done with modesty. I'm great. And (laughs) it is time for me to show. So I'm doing this competition. And for the most part, there is no one on my left. It almost feels unfair. But it's $5,000, so I don't care. Yeah. So I'm going down there. I drive four and a half, five hours to get to Austin.
1: Which way do you go? Do you go through Fort Worth?
2: Uh, Yeah, I go... There's a,
1: there's a different way you can go through, like, mineral wells. Yeah, it's so boring. It's right. boring, but you don't have to deal with the traffic.
2: You drive through Texas. Of course, like... you,
1: you, you're from L.A., so you're just, like, used to the traffic. It's like... Uh, I remember this shit.
2: <laughs> it takes me back. It's nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, driving through Texas is like you ever seen the way they used to make old movie, like in the in the silent era days. Yeah, and they like, put
1: stock footage of, uh, and
2: it would be on a wheel. Yeah. And so like if you were if it was a, a car chase or something, the car would be sitting still, and then there'd be this stock footage on a wheel that would spin to make it look like they were driving. Yeah. But it's always the same tree that spins around every fifteen seconds. So you can tell. It's, well, there's
1: there's some towns that and that's Texas. Yeah, there's some towns that you just blink and it's fucking. You gone. drive
2: through Texas, the same yeah. scenery every time. People love to shit on California. Oh, communist California! I could never live in a place like that. No, there's some places in it's California I wouldn't mind. Gorgeous, it is. It is the most beautiful state. I put it up. Montana, Colorado, and California are the most beautiful places. Seattle, like, Washington is fine, but it's just...
1: Montana would probably be my first. There's certain parts of Texas that I've seen. You go uh, over by Louisiana, it's a little bit... It's more greener. Going
2: toward, like, uh... Okay, so Louisiana, so southeast Texas? Yeah. Okay.
1: You go to southeast Texas, like... Even go down to Houston. You go down to Houston?
2: Yeah, but Houston is dirty. Oh, hey, you are not wrong Scruced. sir. I,
1: I I I literally drive around Houston. <laughs> I go towards Houston. Yeah. And uh my buddy that does uh does uh the podcast with me, he lives uh down south over by the uh, coast. He lives next to Houston. I'll go around Houston and he bitch, "Man, like, why do you go through Houston? It's a lot faster." i like, bullshit. I don't want to die. Yeah, I, I carry a gun, but it doesn't mean I want to use the damn thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, see, that's a smart way to. Too many people that have guns are real eager to use it. Stupid people. Yeah, I. You know, I. I, I it's the people I, that have
1: actually used it in situations that just. I was like, I don't want to fucking do that shit anymore.
2: Yeah, I have a, a few guns myself. Uh, nothing crazy, but you know, I, I keep them for protection. But but I'm never like wearing it on my hip. Like today's the day. I wear it, My, I'm feeling itchy
1: Today's The, the, the only, day. the only reason why I started like really wearing it on my hit nowadays is because of uh, the state hospital here. Oh yeah, they went from three thousand to three hundred people. Guess where those people
2: went? On the street. On the street. That's very interesting. So, Wichita that, Falls, for people who don't know, has a has a, a mental hospital. It's the it's the it's the, it's the Texas North Texas
1: State. State Hospital, yeah, yeah,
2: but it's a it's a mental facility, yeah. And in fact, uh, a school shooter is uh, interned there. Um, I can't remember his name, but he I think he killed like eighteen people or something really? like that. And I, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, he was one of the one, one of them here in Texas, uh, and he he's on like a, a mental a mental watch insanity yeah. plea. I don't think that they've gone either way yet or not, but instead of being in prison right now, he's in that mental, mental huh. facility here in Wichita Falls, Texas.
1: Yeah, but we—I I had I talked with uh, you know uh, Chad Prather. Yeah, uh, he was uh, when, his, when he his when doing his uh, thing for uh, governor. hmm Like I caught him, and he was supposed to do a show here, and uh, he he worked here for like uh, 2008 and stuff. And we were talking about it. I was like, "Dude, why is it Wichita Falls just seems to scream out trying to be Florida?" Oh, really?
3: <laughs> okay, you,
1: you know that. You think, know that. You know that. Pre- the the Pringle uh, wine lady that was driving around in her fucking go kart. I have no idea. Dude, no, I've not heard dude, about this, dude. It was on every fucking podcast I ever listened to. Joe Rogan, Drinking Bros, all kinds of fucking ones. And that was, like, literally the first time I've actually heard of it. There was this lady that had a Pringles can, and she put a bottle of wine in it and started drinking it. And she's on one of those, uh, 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 like, the rascal
2: thing. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. For the, fat the, people the, and, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. who can't walk.
1: Yeah. And she was just driving around the, uh, the one on here on uh, Central Freeway over right by the base.
2: She was just, wow. And, and that got say, everybody. I, I will say this. Back, back when I lived out in the country, in Georgia when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, there was something to getting a little boozy and uh, going out into the pasture in, in a vehicle. Because you could drive out in, the, out in the pasture, no worries. You ain't going to yeah. get a DUI out there. Man, it's a, it's a nice time.
1: It is a nice time. So I've done I that with like golf carts and shit like that. Pitch, pitch, fucking pitch wine uh,
2: Raptors, a, yeah. Wine in a Pringles can is pretty genius. It is fucking genius. It's the perfect size. But I was like, it, it was it was funny because
1: I talked to Chad about it. I was like, I if it wasn't on your podcast, or I, I wouldn't even, even fucking hear about it because it's one of those weird things that just those things come up, and I'm like. Okay, makes
2: sense. You, well, you know the I thing mean, about you, the you know why you hear it as always being like Florida man, yeah, or whatever. Florida has a law that uh, anything in the public domain can be can be published. It's something so, so anything that is a is government related gets published.
3: Oh, okay. And, and so okay. newspapers,
2: so it, you don't have to wait for like a police blotter or something like that to come out if there is a something involved with government, whether it be uh, Congress, mayor, city council, or police or fire department, it gets released.
1: I did not know that. Yeah, that's so that's
2: and so that's why you always hear Florida man, Florida man, Florida man, because when it's a slow news day, they start looking to see what's going on in Florida because that's available to the public. In fact, uh, there was a guy running for mayor that had to uh, release a lunch. Uh, that he had with his son because he was technically on the clock as mayor. So that got put out to the public and it kind of became like a a question of whether he was misusing funds to to go to lunch no, with his I'm son. Okay, yeah. But I mean, it was just a legitimate thing, but he had to put it out there because of the time and his position that he held. That's so strange. It's actually a really wonderful law. It, it makes Florida look retarded, but it is... uh. Complete transparency as far as like the government yeah. and, and freedom of press. Yeah, they have to put that stuff out there. More places should do it. Plus, how many other awesome stories would we get? Oh God! <laughs> you know, so, did you see that one where
1: a uh, guy was like dancing with a fucking uh, alligator?
2: I'm I'm sure I did. It was just it, it was just. Oh, there's this one cat. Louisiana and Florida have a different relationship with alligators than most people it, would realize. It is it is
1: so fucking strange.
2: There's a, a video of this girl. She's probably like 11 or 12, and they, they're they out on a dock with a rope swing. Mm-hmm. And you see an alligator just floating out in the water, and she's like, Hey, Dad, watch this! And then she swings on the rope swing and lands about a foot and a half from the alligator, and it... It like you mean like goes underwater and scurries away, and she comes up laughing. And the dad was like, "Okay, that that one might have been a little too close." (laughs) Leave leave the gator alone, girl. Uh, But they just don't care. Like I was doing a a boat tour of uh, gators in a Louisiana swamp, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, we probably saw like twenty alligators, big big alligators, like scary creatures. And then you go up the water a little bit. And all these houses have docks, and, and I noticed a few of them have, like, ladders into the water. And then a few of them have rope swings. And I, I go, I asked the guy, giving us a I was like, excuse me, this might be a silly question, but are people uh, using these uh, ropes to swing into the water? He's like, yeah, they do it all the time. I was like, even with all these alligators around here? He's like, look, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm more worried about people on jet skis than I am these alligators. The Gators don't want to mess with you, but the people on jet skis they'll run you over without even thinking about it. And I was like, "You and I are afraid of real different things." <laughs> Fuck yeah! I was like that whole
1: fucking thing where uh, I was thinking about going on a bear hunt, and uh, I told somebody this. I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about going on a bear hunt. I think, I think, I want a bear bear skin coat. Yeah, I want a fucking legitimate that I fucking went out there.
2: Yeah,
1: killed the motherfucker, okay. and I'm wearing it." All right, I I, I want to be that level of fucking badass. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if you do it with a knife, I'll,
0: oh I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll
1: give you credit. I'll, I'll I'll give you another story <laughs> that just flips me out. Uh, but she's just like, bears are so majestic. Are you? dude? I just seen a freaking bear like just play around. I I don't even say play around. It literally like chomped on a moose's back. I saw that video. It. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, they don't play, Majestis, man. motherfucker. Yeah, fuck that. Now I was I was out deer hunting one time, and uh, this deer, deer just full uh, full. It was it was ready to be shot. It was like uh, probably around about maybe about eight points. Yeah, deer just comes right up to us. We still had like a little uh, bell peppers and everything. It just came up there. My friend, without skipping a goddamn fucking beat, grabs the goddamn fucking horns and just. Cuts his
2: fucking neck. That's crazy. I was like,
1: holy shit. What the?
2: What you was wrong right with this deer that it just walked up to y'all like that? That ain't normal.
1: Uh, you'd be surprised around here. I just It's tex I don't know what it is. It's Texas water or something like that. Just some, Animals get like a little bit of ballsy.
2: My cousin, uh, we, were, we were both in the military. I, I was in the Marine Corps. He actually retired out of the Army. He's a little bit older than me, but... Uh, so he had his big old Bowie knife on him one day. and he, he was, uh, he was driving down, <laughs> driving down the highway. He hit a deer mm-hmm. and it ends up over on the ditch and he gets out to check his, check his vehicle, see how damaged it is. But then he hears the deer bleating, you know, like, bah, yeah. bah, and, he, and he's like, oh man. So he goes over there and, uh, and he, he tries to put it out of his misery. He he tries to break its neck first. What the fuck? You know, uh, so he he's like trying to van Damme this thing. <laughs> people are just driving down the highway, by the way, and they see this guy just twisted on this guy's neck. That doesn't work. So then he goes back and he gets his his Bowie knife, and now people are driving by and they're just seeing a guy. Holding the, the deer by its antlers and just slicing its throat. Blood spraying everywhere. Kids are crying. <laughs> what is that man doing? And, and, and In his mind, he's just like, I'm sorry, fella. This <laughs> yeah. is, I'm going to get you out of your misery. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, dude, don't. Everybody else is like, there's a psychopath on the side of the road. Dude, he, that, he, that he killed it.
1: He they took it out of its misery. Dude, that was fucking classic.
2: You can't eat that, by the way. No, kept kill- no, because yeah. uh, a
1: lot of the a lot of the times the bladder hits.
2: Well, that and, and the blood, like uh, when you bruise the meat like yeah, that, yeah, it, uh, the blood just goes through the meat, and it's just not any good.
1: Yeah. You you would have to cut it apart and everything, and a lot of that's you, what a lot of people don't understand. You can still mount it
2: as long as it's a oh yeah, as long as it's a big one. Yeah, go ahead and throw that up on the wall. Fuck yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would. Got do that it. one with a. So I got this one. I killed this one. My three oh eight. <laughs> uh, Use a two forty three for uh, this one, and then uh, this one over here is a sixty five Mustang. So,
1: <laughs> God, that would probably tear that that deer would probably tear that motherfucker up. Not a
2: not old Mustang. That's a. I don't that's know, That's a man. steel. It messed up the front end pretty good. Yeah.
1: I know it's freaking. I, dude, I had a 1978 freaking
2: Impala. Didn't you watch uh, Back to the Future? Yeah. When uh, they were Back to the Future Two, when they go back to the 50s and and uh, he's they're flying behind Biff yeah. and Marty McFly says, "Let's just land on top of it." And he's like, "That's a 50 something Chevy. This is a a two a, a nine or wait, I guess it was like 80. So he's like, 18. this is an 80 something Delorean." Yeah. We're aluminum. This will rip us to shreds. Yeah. So it, well, yeah. The old cars, I think, no, we Handle handle impacts with w- wildlife a little bit better. I was
1: like the, I was like, uh, that scene in uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Yes. Yeah. Where he grabbed that car door and it stopped all those bullets, and someone's like, "That's unbelievable!" I was like, not from that time frame, no.
2: Yeah.
3: That's
1: I, a that's a tw- uh, that's a nine millimeter also Going he a, one
2: of the still doors we're talking about a, a guy who weighed 145 pounds got injected with a super serum is now the studliest manly looking man ever but the car door stopping bullets is where you draw the line of believability yeah.
1: i can't i can't believe that shit that happens all the fucking is, time cuz i have like intelligent people
2: there's also a an alien uh, artifact and no an alien an alien god (laughs) thor yeah an alien norse god coming down with his with his wicked brother loki but the door that stops bullets is where you're like this is
1: crazy it's so fucking hilarious when people do that and a a friend of mine did the same thing when we're watching game of thrones it was, uh, it was the last, I think, seventh or eighth season, and they're finally moving. The, it was the eighth season because they're finally doing their army. And uh, we we're watching it. It was it a was time frame where the uh, uh, Dathraki come in, and we're going against the last uh, Lannister's army, mm-hmm. the King's army and everything. My friend was like, well, back in that time frame, that would never work because they're coming in on those uh, uh, rides, and that actual shield wall would work. And then a fucking dragon comes up. And I was like, "What if you have a fucking dragon? What, what also, if you have that?"
2: Also, back in that time frame, uh, is no. This could be taking in taking place present day. This is a different universe. Yeah. This, this is a world with with dragons and magic. Like, so someone brought this up. When you read fantasy novels and and you have like uh, the Hobbit and and stuff like that where there's magic, you have to realize that technology is going to stop uh, yeah. advancing because you have magic. <clears throat> so these places, for all we know, this is modern time in these worlds because they have these these magical abilities that they don't need to create electricity and yeah. shit like that. So that that society doesn't. Advanced. Or they,
1: or 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 reverse, they can actually incorporate their t- technology, like using my phone, and, and like a lot of D and D stuff and everything like that. You have to have a spellbook, but you have your phone on you, so you have all your spells on, on hand.
2: Yeah. So you're like, boom. Oh, or, you know, you use your phone for FaceTime and stuff. You look at Harry Potter; they use a chimney. They yeah. just talk to each other through the flame in the chimney. There's no reason for phones to ever exist. You exactly. already have something yeah, exactly. like that. exactly. So well
1: that that's what a people a lot of people can't like differentiate when they're actually, you know, watching film and everything. Now, if, if it's supposed to be something like real realistic, like uh Terminal List. Yeah. Terminal List, badass fucking show. Loved it. Fucking Jack Carr's uh a genius when it comes to writing and everything.
2: Have you read his actual novels? Yeah. So he like uh supposedly he talk he runs his stuff by the government. And they'll uh, tell him that he has to take things out. So rather than actually remove things from his novels, he will redact it like the CIA does uh and just put black lines over it. Here's Uh, here's my theory. Best had to do the same thing. Here's my theory. That's not true. I think he isn't... (laughs) I think he just runs out of stuff to say, and then he just puts in black lines that would to be fill fucking out hilarious. And then he's like, "Yep, yeah, the uh, CIA said I couldn't divulge this type of information, so uh, that is fucking up. hilarious." But really, he just couldn't come up with a good plot point for it, and he's like, mm, "Yep, yeah, let's just put some black lines in there, and we'll, <laughs> gonna, we'll let the reader's imagination next, take next over." Next
1: time I see him, I'll, I'll ask him that.
2: <laughs> but here, here's what I'll say: uh, people can't enjoy shit. Anymore. Since, since you brought that up, a lot of people were hating on Chris Pratt in that show on uh, on Amazon. I actually uh, I liked that one better than uh, the the Jack Reacher show. I thought that, I liked uh, them both equally. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I uh, like, but I like I like the ass. Okay, the I like- aspect
1: of uh, Jack Reacher mm-hmm. where it because I like cop movies.
2: Okay, I hate cops. Hate cops. So. I, I, I'm not a big fan of cheering for them on, on television either really yeah I don't I, I don't like bullies uh people who you for okay. the most part got fucked with growing up and they're like I'm gonna make a change but then they just turn into bullies too yeah you know I mean my favorite thing to see is someone with like a a, a thin blue line sticker on their car and that is now being pulled over by the police and it's like let's see how far that gets you buddy because guess what they don't fucking care. No, I know. You're gonna get a ticket just like everybody else.
1: You, you should come on the show when I do uh when Tansy comes on.
2: Yeah? Is he a cop? Yeah, well ex cop. He uh he stopped uh, he
1: got fired because he started his own uh distillery. He makes uh rum now.
2: And good for him. I mean, I think he's doing a better service to the public uh running a distillery than being a police officer. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's fucking hilarious
2: yeah I just I just think you know what's what's crazy is you know they've uh they've turned this thing in the media with uh cops killing unarmed black people as uh this point of contention but uh truly when you look at it, this is the 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 news doesn't get as much of a kick out of cops killing white people um and and when you get uh people with like uh who want to fight <clears throat> The idea that cops are racist. Their favorite statistic to bring up is that well, cops kill more white people than black people, which is true. Yeah. Uh, but then when you get people on the Black Lives Matter side, they'll bring up well, they kill black people at a uh, at a at a higher higher rate. Yeah. You they know? have to be they have to be better, which is also true. Yeah. Okay. Both of those things are true. Cops kill black people at a higher rate. Cops kill more white people, but. Let's come together on this and just realize cops are fucking killing people. And that's where you have a problem. That's what the media needs to focus on. And who investigates the cops? The fucking cops. Yeah. You know, you can't you do that. You there needs to be another agency. Who polices the police? The police. So, of course, they're not going to get in trouble.
1: It, it literally has to go through a uh different part of the division.
2: Yeah, but it's still the or, or a different
1: it, it is still the police. Here's the thing. I was like when I was working corrections at the all Red unit, all of our stuff goes through
2: uh DPS. My uncle was was a police. He was chief of police okay. in the town that I lived in. I think when you grow up in a small town uh and I grew up in a town of 200 people. Okay. And then the the next city over which had city police was probably like a couple thousand, maybe like 2,000 or something like that. When you grow up in places like that, uh, you have a more personal relationship with the police, and you tend to have a more fond feeling towards them. Now, since then, I've lived in foreign countries. I've lived in large cities like Seattle and Los Angeles, and uh, there is no sense of community there. Mm -mm. It is an us versus them, uh, and uh, the Cops in a larger city are not what people from smaller towns think the police are. So that's why you see such a contentious relationship with citizens and the police. Because it is it has become a us-versus-them mentality in these places. It's not a protect and serve. Uh, and then you look at something like Uvalde, where there was a school shooting, and you got 40-something cops just fucking standing outside for a half an hour while kids are getting shot inside. Yeah. Now everyone's looking at the police going like, well, what are you actually fucking doing? Other than uh, forfeitures and seizures, when someone's driving with $10,000 in their in their vehicle, the police pull them over and go, oh, this must be for drug dealing, and then they take some guy's life savings from them. Or some drunk guy is getting pulled over, and the cops are giving them multiple different directions at the same time. He goes to pull up his shorts. They think he's got a gun. They shoot an unarmed guy right there. There's just a lot of bad shit that's happening. I also think that cops do good stuff, and they are putting their lives on the line, but there's no one actually holding them to the flame when they fuck up.
1: What gets me whenever, because I talk to a lot of cops, only because my dad works for the sheriff's department.
2: What's your dad do at the sheriff's department?
1: He's a jailer. Now he's actually maintenance, but he's a jailer. Yeah. But talking to actual, I'll get pulled over. Mm -hmm. And I'll have an honest god conversation. After you get, like, uh, after that whole bit, because whenever a cop comes up to you, they're up here. They're they're on high alert. They're adrenaline spiking and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And you literally have to, like, talk to them. Like, hey, how's it going, buddy? Uh, well, what, what? Why'd you pull me over? What, what, what's going on here?
2: There's a training video. So every police officer that goes through some sort of cadet training, uh, what police academy or whatever, everybody gets to watch this same video. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in the '80s. It's this long-haired guy getting pulled over, in a tra- an older guy, obviously like a Vietnam vet or something. He gets pulled over. And uh, he gets out of his car and he starts yelling at the cop. And the cop's telling him to do, probably like a younger officer, maybe a year or two in. He's telling him to calm down or whatever. That guy says he's had enough. And within a matter of seconds, he reaches in behind the seat of his truck, pulls out an AR, and guns down this cop. And that is something that they show these police going through training all the time.
1: Wouldn't
2: you rather have, though? The, the thought, I mean... Were you in the military? Yeah, I was in the Air Force. Okay. Uh, so when you were in the military, there are absolute rules of engagement. And if you're in the military and you go outside of those rules of engagement, you will get court-martialed and you will go to, yeah. to Leavenworth. When you were a police officer, the rules of engagement are thrown away. It's like you're saying, you're, you're, they treat every single person that they pull over... As a criminal, as a possible person that is going to put them in harm's way. And then a lot of people suffer and get killed because of that Yeah, when they shouldn't have. Well, yes, and, hands down. But and nowadays, so if, because you, are, since, but if since, you were taking that job, if you were taking that job, when I joined the Marine Corps and I got sent to Iraq, I did that with the knowledge that I, that something could happen to me. Okay? We need to become a police officer you were doing that with the knowledge that something could happen to you. And I would much rather read a story about a brave police officer who gave their life and be sad about that than to read a story about a coward police officer that shot an unarmed person and be upset about it. Okay,
1: I see because what you Because that about. happens
2: way too fucking much.
1: It does, and nowadays they're getting more accountability because of that, though.
2: I mean, it looks like we might be headed towards that way, but it is still far and few between it, it,
1: it is far and few and i totally agree with you on that one and i
2: totally agree uh i would here, here. i would love to go back to the days of admiring police yeah i think that's something that you should have heroes but okay
1: and, and i cuz i love uh uh new york and i think mid 70s hey, i like Dude, I love I love those stories. Not yeah. that I love the place and love the time frame, love what was going on in that uh, time frame. And yes, I do believe those cops during that time frame should have been in a fucking jail. I but I love the stories on those things. Yeah. But if you look at it, coming from that time frame to this time frame, it has changed a lot. But. Here's the thing, you still have assholes in there, and you're gonna, no matter what job you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to have assholes that think, that, uh, working corrections was a big fucking eye-opener to how fucking people think. Because you'll have people that think they own the fucking night. Yeah. And they just go out and treat people. Me, I was totally different. I was like, hey, I don't give a shit, I know this fucking, I'm only here for like 12 hours. I'll, I'll help you out as best as I can, but if I can't, I can't. Yeah. You're here because you fucked up. Sure. But I'm not going to go out there and go, Hey, how's it going? Kicked in the balls. You go ahead and go away. You know how fucking dead I would be in the next couple of minutes?
2: I get it. But, uh, again, uh, I think there's a little bit of a difference between corrections officer and police officer. You're already dealing with people who have been convicted of a crime. Yeah. Now, whether or not it, they got a fair trial, I'm not going to get into any of that. But... Those people have been convicted, found guilty, and now you are on high alert with some prisoners. Yeah, but pulling over somebody for a traffic stop should not result in a death.
1: No, you're right.
2: But, but let me say they're, this they're, because it got it got a little too serious. I just want to I just want to say that ultimately, this is what I want to see. Uh, let's take away cops' guns because uh, I remember in the early 2000s, what we got a lot of on YouTube was uh, people getting tased. And uh, there is even a great meme of the dude who... The those don't, those, those don't, are fucking Don't hilarious. tase me, bro. Right? Yeah. Don't tase... Well, they tased people. The fucking cops were getting lawsuits brought against them. So they quit using their tasers and they just went to shooting them because if you shoot them, they can't fucking sue you, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, they can. But I missed those fucking taser videos. That's I, what I want to I, see. I, I really... Uh, I'm tired uh, of seeing unarmed people getting shot... Tase the shit out of them. That's watch what the,
1: I want. i watch the testing. Have you, have you watched the oh, yeah. testing fucking videos?
2: Uh, yeah, where they're standing up there, and then they'll tase them, and they got a person on each side of them to make sure yeah, they don't yeah, fall yeah. down and crack their skull. <laughs> one, one dude, guy, uh, you, dude, are you going to okay, talk go, about go, the chick? Go.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about okay. this guy. black dude. This black so, dude, just he, he gets tased. He's like, as soon as he gets tased, he's like, I'm what <laughs> He falls <down. laughs>
2: That's that's what every black guy should yell when they're getting <laughs> fucked with by the police. I identify as white. I am trans white. I'm a trans white person. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> now there's this woman. Uh, I think she, she's military. I don't know if she's army or, or what, but but they're holding her up. she, she must be an MP, yeah. right? And they're they're holding her up, uh, and then they taser and she <laughs> with their left hand. She just reactively grabs oh, yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. next to her dick and just squeezes it as hard as she she's she spasmed out. Her hand is <laughs> yeah, locked down in yeah, a grip yeah. on this guy's dick and she's just like and he and then you just see him on the side being like stop tasing her stop tasing her <laughs> <laughs> Dude I, I'll I'll watch those fun.
1: another another set of videos I started watching a lot of is uh the uh military fails. Oh really? Dude. What are some
2: good ones for military fails? Because uh, I was in the Marine Corps. We never failed. I wouldn't know anything about it. Dude, that. I had
1: a. I had, <laughs> I'm surprised most of y'all's machinery actually fucking work.
2: Yeah, it's all hand me downs from the.
1: I had a thing when I was in Bahrain. I was at, at the airbase of the uh, Bahrain, and we are moving cots. The, uh, we were doing serviceable and unserviceable. Mm-hmm. And we this is supposed to go to the Marine Corps. And we were setting it all up, and I had a pile of unserviceable. was just basically the frame. The, the cot part was gone. Yeah. Fucking major comes up here. Uh, marine major comes up. He's like, what are those two? What's the difference between the two uh, piles? I was like, one's serviceable and one's unserviceable. I was like, those are still good. Put them in the uh, service pile. I was like, my command told me to do it this way. I'm yeah. doing it this way. You go talk to him. I- I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah, what that major go do? He went to go talk to my commander. Yeah, and then, then what they say when they came when back? They said, "They said, do what he says." <laughs> I, I, I don't care.
0: But what, was, not,
1: what was your rank at the time? It it was senior airman, so I was an E uh, four? four. Yeah, I'm, I was the I'm E four mafia.
2: I'm surprised you had those balls uh, that, to, to dude, say that, dude. My,
1: I just found out I had to go to war. My mom just committed suicide, Oof. so I was like. Fuck, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'll fu- I am I'm, I'm like two shakes
2: of suck gonna, starting a fucking shotgun. You gonna kill my dad? <laughs> yeah? Anna? Yeah. Come on. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Your mom committed suicide. Yeah, uh she had uh That's that's a deep thing to just throw on somebody uh, cool dude, in conversation.
1: I, it's it's one of those dude, I I'll get even worse. It 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 gets, my, my life has been
2: dark. So what were you? Twenty four at the time, twenty
1: three? Uh twenty 20- 22.
2: 22 years old. Yeah. And uh and your mom took her own life.
1: Yeah, it happened like right before 9/11. It
2: was a month before. Huh? Wow. Yeah. I guess so you're 42? 43. 43. So we're about the same. I'm 42. Yeah. So we were in at the same time. Yeah. That's very interesting. And where were you stationed at when you got that news that your mother had killed herself? Ah,
1: uh, Dice Air Force base.
2: Where is that? Uh, Abilene. Oh, so it's here in Texas. Yeah, it's and, 3 hours away. And is this where you grew up? So it happened here. Yeah. Uh, man, that how did they tell you? Uh, I got a, my first sergeant.
1: He uh, came in. And the reason why I can talk a little bit fluently, it freaks people out that I'm I talking mean, it's, this it's, fluently. mean, it's been a while. But, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, what had happened was is I got a call from my first sergeant. Uh, well, actually, I didn't get a call from my first sergeant. The whole fucking day was just fucked. I had to go to a uh, the monthly meeting. So I had to walk, the girl the girl I was seeing at the time uh, had the car, so I had, walking all over this fucking base. Then she got arrested, so I had to go pick up my car, take, uh, and this is like, from like, this is a, a, a nuclear base. Right. So everything spread out, just in case one of those motherfuckers goes off. Mm-hmm. So I had to walk, like, probably a good 10 miles, just to get my car back. Drive home, <clears throat> got all my stuff. I get home, I'm already right. my. I see my first sergeant, I was like, "Well, fuck me, running because my blouse is off. I'm, I'm already, right. I already look like shit." Yeah, and you're supposed so to you keep think, everything. You in think time. you're about to get in trouble? I was about to get in trouble, and then he told me, he's like, "Hey, you need to, you need to call your dad." I was like, "What?" Huh? So I call my <laughs> dad. I break I'm, the fuck down. I'm
2: so, like, you don't know what's coming. Uh, but you know, it's not going to be good. Uh-huh. You know, you need to call your dad. Oh man, I must really be in trouble. <laughs> if you I'm get like, Fuck, If you call you, my dad, if, you, if you're not going to take care of it yourself, you're sending me to my dad. I don't, I don't know what kind of placement is, I'm about to get. This is
1: Texas.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm. I've gotten a couple of good licks when yeah, I was a kid. like. Yeah, like growing up, if someone was like, all right, you want to do that, you can go call your dad. I'm like, no, we can handle this between <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. if that's okay. Yeah. If, you, if you want to beat me right now, I'd be more than fine to take I, that.
1: I, I still might be able to survive this if you beat my ass. <laughs> so you called your dad.
2: Uh, yeah. Not, I, no, like, so, I mean, he, he didn't even tell you. He was just like, call your dad. Yeah, he didn't even tell me, really. Uh, I called my dad up. I think, I think I would rather. Be prepared for it and be like, I, I would have rather that someone been like, hey, your mother, your mother passed, at least passed away. Yeah, You need to call your dad. Well,
1: what's really sad and, about and, the whole thing is, is I I got off the phone like five hours away. I was talking to her five hours ago. Wow. Yeah. I I was talking to her. So whatever
2: whatever you said made her kill herself. Probably, (laughs)
1: probably. I am a shitbag, So it might have happened that fucking way.
2: So you had talked to her five hours earlier. Yeah. And then you call your dad, and he and he he told you what happened. Yeah. Man, that's that's a rough one. How did how did she do it? Uh, revolver. That is head. That is so uncharacteristic of women. Women, yeah. Mostly, it's pills. Because of vanity reasons, they don't want to mess up their their looks, so they don't. Oh, she's fuck she don't. <laughs> I used, I used, to, I, used to, I used to tell a joke where I would, I would say, uh, you know, most women uh, who commit suicide will do it with pills rather than a gun because, for vanity reasons, they don't want to mess up their their face, which is crazy because if if they were that pretty to begin with, they wouldn't need to kill themselves. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Yeah.
2: That- you said your mom was ugly.
1: <laughs> now she was a decent woman. She, yeah. was, she was a decent-looking woman.
2: Obviously, just was dealing with mental health issues.
1: Well, it what it was, was she had... She, well, one, she had mental health. Uh, she was bipolar, schizophrenic, all that kinds of uh-huh. shit. Uh, she had a slip disc, and this is the time frame where they started... Uh, opioids? Uh, being, yeah, opioids. Uh, she was on that, and when I found out from a friend later like years later not even like you know a couple of months just years later it's like hey we found her one time on the yard just past the fuck out I was like at what point in time did you mm. not like put A to B to it, it, it. Getting, you know the getting news like past yeah. the situation after it, everything's fucked off it's like that whole situation like like Uvalde it was like well I was in the neighborhood and I had all my guns and everything I could have gone in there but I decided not to and you say this like a couple of years
2: later mhm or 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 you just go you out. You think it was the physical pain? Because I've had no, some, it's physical pain. As a as a stand up comedian, uh, there's a, the, that is a group of people that for the most part tend to deal with mental health issues more than other jobs. I think so. I've I've known an most of un, them are on something. I've known an abnormal, just a disproportionate amount of people that I've known and been friends with have killed themselves. Yeah. Two of them were women uh, that were in physical pain from either, like, Crohn's disease or, or something. They were just constantly in pain, and and that was their way out. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned the, the slip disc along with the stuff, and I'm wondering, you know, since she was on the opioids, if, I don't think a lot of people realize the physical pain that some people go through on a daily basis. That Dude,
1: I had, a, I had a kidney stone this week. And I was ready to fucking rip my goddamn fucking kidney out. I
2: did, have two. Did
1: you pass it? Oh yeah, I passed it. And if how big was it? Three millimeter. It wasn't even that big. Man,
2: but it's coming out of your pee hole, dude. You, I, I looked. You at were the like, mom, mom, I'm, I'm coming. I'm about to, I'm about no, to. No, I wasn't. See I was <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't that
1: far gone. But I was ready for. I was ready to like live my life with one kidney. And if I had to find somebody with another kidney that could actually support me, I would still theirs or reappropriate their kidney.
2: I mean, it was that bad. It, it, the pain.
1: Okay, take an ice pick. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Shove it in your kidney. Nope, I'm not going to do that. And wait until someone says, hey, I think you've had enough.
2: Let me go ahead and By pull way, that out. That's You're you, were, you were asking me how I could drink something like this. Look at me. I'm not a healthy person. You think I don't love Coca-Cola? But I know all that shit Like, is what results Dude, in kidney I, stones. I, I drink water. I drink water or <laughs> coffee or yeah. sweet tea. So, what do you think? Uh, what it, what on your diet caused you to to get the kidney stone? Because it's some some kind of buildup in your kidneys that result is calcium deposits or something, right? It's genetics. Genetics. Oh God, I don't think. uh yeah. I, don't I think anyone I, my in my dad, family. My dad.
1: My dad told me is like, yeah, your grandmother. It comes. Some people they just they're more prone for
2: kidney stones than. Uh, uh, other people, let me ask you this. I want to go back to you, mom, in just a minute. Okay, uh, I've taken over the podcast, we're gonna to get to know you.
1: Okay, <laughs> um, you know what? Strangely enough, I've actually been wanting
2: someone to do that, yeah, man. Like, let's talk about it because I think it's that, it, that's not even the worst story. Oh, god, all right. Well, hold on, let me let me just ask you. This. Okay, so, um, my grandfather raised me, mm-hmm. uh, and he passed away September 23rd, 2019. Mm-hmm. So almost uh, almost three years to the day. OK. Um, he called me every single day. Uh, and then once he quit calling me every day, that's when I realized his health was on the de- decline. But I do have a ton of voicemails that I had saved, uh, not thinking that he was going to die, just that, that I was, yeah, you know, lazy and didn't clean out my voicemail. Um, and so it's nice that every now and then I can go back and click on one and I can just hear his voice. Yeah. And it might be something simple like, Hey son, it's your granddaddy. Uh it's three o'clock your time. Give me a call whenever we'll you get this message. Something like that. Yeah. Your mother passed away in two thousand two. So two thousand one. Oh yeah, right before nine eleven. Yeah. Um you probably didn't have voicemails or anything like that saved no
1: no i i just recently uh what about
2: videos or home home videos or anything i just
1: recently got photos of my mom
2: that's it that's it i so around the same time i got out in 2003 i had a best friend in the in the marine corps uh who got me a civilian job once we both got out uh and then a couple years later he died in a motorcycle accident and this is I was talking to my wife about it uh last night actually. I get I get really sad sometimes because I can't hear his voice anymore. I oh, can't yeah. I, I can't remember his voice. Uh and it's like a really weird feeling that this guy that I love more than anybody is my best friend. We were we were tight. We were in Okinawa, Japan, best friends, got me a job as a civilian, just like was always there for me. And then just slowly over time You just forget about the I lost I lost that sound. Yeah. I can't imagine him talking to me anymore. <laughs> and it's a really weird feeling. But like with my granddad, I have I had so you had your mom for twenty two years. hmm. Uh like it, it, are there still memories that stick out that you can close your eyes and kind of see her or, or hear her? Or, or you're, gonna, uh, you're gonna laugh. the The one,
1: well, the one that stands out is she was uh, getting rid of a, a tree limb out of a tree, mm-hmm. and she was standing on top of it. Okay, <laughs> and she was sawing this motherfucker. Is this and how she
2: <laughs> got the slip disc? <laughs> it might be because she <laughs> fell out of this motherfucker. Oh and she's like, Boop. And I was like. Are you Are you serious? That's some shit you see in the cartoon. I exactly where they're like solid saw yes, it yes, closer exactly. to the street. Exactly. That was the exact
1: thought. <laughs> it was going in my head. It was like she's she's not thinking like it's a cartoon. Oh yeah, apparently. Cause she fucking just like and just plop. <laughs>
2: So you, you have that memory like ingrained.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the funniest memory. And, and I'm happy for that and nothing like really horrible. Yeah. Like,
2: uh,
1: I have some stuff in there, but that that's the one that stands out. And I, I love that only because of the basic fact of it was something funny. Yeah. Yes, it was horrible seeing that because <laughs> and I'm still surprised. The only thing that happened to her was she had, uh, she had a bruised ankle. Okay. Apparently, apparently I think about... 10 feet you're good
2: yeah that's that's probably a safe zone i mean if people can slam dunk a basketball and yeah <laughs> drop down from there my my granddad uh loved loved to take me for rides when i was growing up he, we, he uh he owned a granite business where he sold tombstones okay and so like when he had to go to a saw shed to to see things laid out and whatever business he was doing he'd take me with him well as he got older and his health declined he couldn't drive anymore when we would talk on the phone he'd tell me things like he felt like he was a prisoner in his own home cuz he couldn't go out and drive and uh last year I was sleeping. and it was so I've had I've had some crazy dreams with Rashad who's my best friend from uh, mm-hmm. the Marine Corps but uh, where it's real it's yeah. real and I had I had one of these with my granddad but this one was better because I accepted my granddad was gone. And uh in this dream, he and I are riding he's driving me around in a truck. Okay. And uh and I just told him, I was like, Well, I sure am glad that you're able to drive around again. And he was like, Yeah, it's a lot better here uh than it was than it was there for a while. And I just woke up with this You fucking have
1: tears on your eyes and everything. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, I woke up with relief. You know, I was like, "Man, good for him." Uh, Rashad, however, I had some fucked up dreams where again it feels so real, and I'm seeing him, and I know he's dead, and I'm like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And I've this is happening like three or four times, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I'm always like, "I thought you were dead," and he's like. Yeah, man, I I don't know how that got around or whatever. Like, you know, I'm here. You know,
1: I've had I've had dreams about my mom and she just shows up
2: one day. Yeah, and, and and it's it's just so real. But here's the fucked up part. So like, as the dreams happen, like the first one, I woke up, I was like, whoa. And then the second, well, like by the time I do it in the third one, I'm saying, I'm saying to myself, man, those other times were dreams. But this time, this is the real thing. He's fucking. He's back. He's here. Yeah. And I'm so happy. And and then whatever, I wake up and I'm just. It's like. It's like they died all over again. Yeah. It's like, man. That one fuck. So like with my granddad, it was like a way of saying goodbye. Again, and it it was like making. It gave me relief to know that he was in a better place. But with Rashad, it's like every time it happens. It's like I can't let go. I can't let him go. I can't. I can't deal with the fact that he yeah, died it, at such a it's, young age. It's
1: so strange of how we can accept uh, one person's death
2: according
1: to another. Because I also had
2: uh well, I had just I recently. That, you know, me and my granddad. We never went trolling for puss in in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, maybe that. So might Rashad be and stuff. I had a, a stronger bond. bond. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not ready to give up yet. <laughs> No, just
1: recently I had a, uh, this is probably around about eight years ago, uh, I was watching this uh, kid, and uh, I was babysitting her mm-hmm. and it got to the point where the mother was a drug and everything, me and the grandmother's trying to get this baby away. And uh, like two months after I said, hey, I can't watch her anymore, you're going to have to finding the babysitter but me and the grandma were still talking trying to get we had enough evidence we we're trying to get the evidence to the cops and getting the cps to take the baby uh the boyfriend ended up bashing the baby's head in oh my god coordinator uh Coordinaire, uh, Coordinaire, uh found out that the baby had a fracture in the arm Babies. Their their bones are rubber until right. a certain time frame. Bouncing just, babies. There's a reason he, they he, call them that. Yeah, that's the
2: reason why they call it. Scalp was uh. Let's had. All right, hold on. Let's skip the details. Okay. I will fucking go find this dude. Nothing. Oh, he he's in jail, and
1: he he. he if it wasn't a couple of friends of mine taking out all the uh uh firing pins on my guns, he'd have been dead. But anyways. Uh, there's a difference between that because I know she had a better uh, she ha- she had a chance for a better life. Absolutely, you you know your grandfather had his life done. Yeah. I knew my mom had her life. It is I, I'm happy that she. I'm not happy about the the way that she took it, but I'm happy that. She was not in pain anymore mm-hmm. that's the way that our our rational brains were actually thinking about that point in time but we but with a person that's took in earlier and still had life left and you know it yeah, that's where you start feeling sad
2: that they're still gone i had to i had to uh block some like type of i'm on i'm on reddit all the time, okay, and I can't remember which uh one it was, but the, these stories just kept popping up of people like mothers killing their children or, or boyfriends. Dude, I, just got, I just watched and I, uh, fucking
1: I, one that uh, they saw their fucking kid in half.
2: I had to, I had to cut, I had yeah. to block it from coming up <clears throat> anymore because I was just like, why does this keep? Cause I, I have an 18 month old daughter. Oh yeah. And, uh, it, things do become more personal once you start,
1: you have, you, have, you have somebody, uh, something in your life, that I, you have that.
2: When I see a story of a, of a mother that kills a kid or I'm just like, how? how? What, what my, goes into A or B? My daughter is just now getting to where she can understand. Yeah. And uh, 18 months old, uh, she had some bread on her plate at a restaurant, took the bread and threw it on the ground. I set it back on her plate. I said, don't do that. She did it again. I grabbed her arm and I looked at her in the eyes and I said, No, don't do that. And she felt the seriousness and tears came in. She was hurt. Yeah. She was emotionally hurt by me telling her she had done something wrong. And it was hard for me not to then start crying oh, in, yeah. in the restaurant, <clears throat> knowing that I, by doing. By correcting her, not abusing her, by correcting her, she 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 got heartbroken in that moment, and that in turn made me feel like how am I gonna how am I gonna do this you know well but, no, it, but then the thought that just seeing a child being saddened yeah. by some the thought that a, a person could give birth to a child and physically harm them. And even go so far as to kill. It's beyond. I I had this any insta- I had this
1: instance with uh with, with her. Well, basically, all I did was just she was trying to get get the food that I was preparing and everything, mm-hmm. but it wasn't ready, so I just pushed her aside. Yeah. She just fucking started bawling. I uh, was like, God damn it, child!
2: Man, you gotta watch it. Sometimes you you push them over to the side, and they'll take that as an opportunity to fling themselves backwards as fast as they can start banging their heads on the ground like like you threw them across the room and it's like okay you're being a little dramatic right now <laughs> it, not, it, yeah but the, the, like so children uh toddlers have uh the, the, so they're very narcissistic uh in that i don't I, I don't know the correct psychological terms for this but uh egocentric. So they do not understand that other people do not feel the same way that they do about something. So, like, when, when they're playing with something and you take it away, they don't understand that. Yeah. Like, wh- like this, is, this is joyful. And then you just took it away. And what the fuck so are that's you doing? why they start screaming uncontrollably, because they don't understand that someone else has a different opinion. Or that someone else has a different feeling about something. When they, when they slap you or something, that's fun for them. So then when you stop them, it's very confusing. Yeah. So raising a toddler can be a very frustrating time because you are teaching a, a, a human that they are not the only thing that exists in this world. That's a very hard thing for a young developing mind to understand, and it takes time, and it takes patience.
1: No, what's really funny is when you try get, you're trying to protect them. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get them. it was like, "Why are you allowing me to uh, touch that hot stove?" And then when they touch the hot stove, you're like, "Why the fuck did you not stop me?"
2: <laughs> what the fuck's going into yeah, your head? They will look at you and, and and be like, "How could you let me do that?" It's it's, it's fucking hilarious. How about everything is my fault? Is that yeah, is it, that okay? I mean, you're married. Yeah. I mean, you should have understood that. I have man. the I have the best marriage in the
1: world. I, I, I I'm still you know I'm not I I'm jealous. That you have that only because, you know, I met your wife and she is a joy to be around. And then I talked to you. I'm like, fucking how the hell did you pull that fucking off, you motherfucker? She
2: is, uh... Yeah, I, I listen to people talk about marriage sometimes and they're like, marriage is hard work. And I'm like, no, life life is hard work. There are things in your life that are difficult. But the one thing that isn't or shouldn't be is, is the marriage. Because what I can say is that everything that I go through that is a challenge... My wife is there with me, and mm-hmm. and she supports me, and she talks me through things, uh, and she corrects me. And so I'm, basically,
1: you know you don't have to bear everything on your shoulders. That's
2: right. And, um, and sure, we've had arguments before, uh, but more than anything, I can all, always say that she makes my life better. And I think that... Uh, I, th- I think we got married when we were in our late 40s. Yeah. So I think that maybe a lot of people uh get married too soon. Um no,
1: well that's the same thing that happened with uh, Ross Patterson. him and his wife. Yeah. Uh they they ended up like marrying I was like right before uh range 15. I think it was. And they're they're in the business and everything. They moved down to Austin. They're great people. Great mm-hmm. great people to talk to. But it it They married like late. They had their fuck-ups, and now they know what they wanted, and they found each other.
2: I'd I'd never been married before, but I was telling my my buddy, uh, I I certainly have been with enough women. Yeah. Uh, And we were talking about Adam Levine, who recently got called out for cheating on his wife. He's he's a singer of Maroon 5. He's on The Voice. Uh, First of all, ain't no reason to be a rock star no more. Because you can't get side pussy, apparently. Uh, it's no, going to get you no. in trouble, uh, even if you're a rock star. Because so, someone's,
1: someone's going to post that shit. Yes,
2: absolutely. There's no 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 side chicks keep secrets anymore. That's the bottom no, line.
1: No, because there's like, hey, I can get likes for this shit. Yes, exactly. I it's can, all about I can, clout. I can, I can get my uh, fix real quick.
2: Used to be uh, they just liked knowing that they were fucking a rock star. Yeah. Now they want to also be a fucking rock star. Yeah. So, it's possible to do that. Yeah. I mean, look, surprisingly, but, but I was talking to my buddy about it and, uh, and he was like, I've never been able to cheat on my wife. Uh, you know, I just always think about the consequences It's too terrifying. And I go, okay, that's a good reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you talk yourself out of it. You you found a way, but I'm glad I've, I've I've been with a, a lot of women throughout my life. I've I've experienced all kinds of different relationships. And what I can say is marrying my wife when I was 41 what I like is that I know that my wife is the best. Yeah. She's the best for me. Maybe not the best in the world, but at every relationship that I've ever been in, I can com- compare all of these things and I can go She's the bet. Ain't nobody ever going to be better. Uh, somebody might look better. Somebody might fuck better. Somebody might be nicer, but no one person is going to be better at all three of those things. Yeah. You know, and I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll go. I doubt anybody's going to fuck better. My wife, that was like, like at the beginning of our relationship was uh, very sexual uh, and, and so much so that it was rather intimidating. Uh, was it
1: one of those things you thought about calling the cops up and saying, hey, I think this woman, like, raped me? I'm not
2: sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, I knew I was consen- consensual. I was a but, but you, might have, you
1: might you might have to go to therapy because of, like, the scars <laughs> and shit. Like, she did weird things. Oh, are you here
2: because it scarred you? No, nah, well, I, I kind of want to do it again. I tell you what, there were a few times where I was like. <sighs> Man, I don't ever want to meet any of her exes, but I sh- t- probably need to thank a couple of them because she learned some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I mean, here's the thing: uh, I think some people get caught up in in their exes' past, or in, not in their exes, but they're in their in their in their significant others' exes and mm-hmm. in, in their past and stuff. Um, I've I've done everything. You know, I, I had sex for 26 years before I met my wife, so I I, I experienced a lot, uh, and I know that she had sex for 26 years before she she met me. So there's a lot of fucking yeah. going on uh, between the two of us outside of our relationships, uh, and luckily we both understand that. So we I don't get caught up in. In the idea of who she might have been with in the past or anything like that, uh, which I think is a very unhealthy thing for some people. Uh, what I get caught up in is, is that we are together now and we're going to be together forever, and I really look forward to that. You okay. know, I, I think that some people have a hard time letting go of the past. I think that some people uh, get nervous that uh, they might lose somebody or something like that, but I, I've, I've, I'm very grateful in that I, f- I found the the one that I know that I'm going to be with forever. Okay. Yeah, because she puts up with a lot of shit. So that the,
1: that's a, uh, I had a conversation with uh, uh, one of the other people in the apartment complex, and uh, she, she was like, "I don't. I go on dates with the guys and everything." I was like, "Try this. Go grocery shopping with the person." Hmm. They you. I I went grocery shopping with one chick on a date. I was like, "Hey, I gotta pick up some." Hey, she didn't know it was a date. She thought it was like just us hanging out. But you know, whatever. It, a date's a date. Sure. Took her grocery shopping. Uh, went in. Uh, totally ignored me throughout the whole thing. That I, I mean, if if I took her on, uh, at a dinner, I'd be paying for this shit and everything. I'll just be ba- basically paying for my own groceries. Mm-hmm. I was buying my shit. Right. So it's kind of cheaper on me to do it that way too. <laughs> But I went uh, went grocery shopping. She totally ignored me. She went off to go do something else and came back. And then she was like, well, are you done? I was like, yeah, I'm done. What she didn't know is we're, we're done, done. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Oh, that I, was it. That was it. it. It it was the whole fact is she just ignored me, and I just, it, you you know what's going to happen down the line is if she gets bored, she's going off.
2: Ah, that's, uh, that's a pretty. Yeah pretty good psychological read there it well it's
1: stupid simple Mm -hmm. it's something that's stupid simple now if that person comes up and is like hey i found some stuff over here that we can make together together." Mm -hmm. and then you you have something because they're willing to hey do you like this do you like this we'll go grab this and we, we can have this tonight
2: so my my wife and I were very lucky, I think, in that we got together right at the beginning of COVID, and so we were in Los Angeles locked locked down together. I mean, we spent twenty four hours a day, every day, together. For, that was so That
1: was so strange with that stuff in well, for, for, and, and that area for, compared to where he was here. For
2: us, it was great because we realized that, you know, I think a lot of people ended up ending their relationships off of that because they would get these 8 to 10-hour breaks from each other where they would go to work, da-da-da-da-da, but then all of a sudden they're forced to be locked up at home together for the whole time, and then they realize they don't really like each other. Yeah. Whereas me and my wife, we were watching TV. We we binged the Sopranos together for the first time for each of us, mm-hmm. having never seen it. Uh, we got I got her into the Marvel movies and stuff. I mean, we just we we were just like doing everything together, and uh, and we loved it. Yeah. And it didn't. It took us one month in a relationship, and it was like, you want to make a baby? And she was like, Yeah, because we knew how old we were. We yeah. were like, look, if it's gonna happen, it needs to happen, and uh, we were like, yeah, let's do it. So we we like our baby. We got pregnant after dating for a month, and that was not an accident. That was a, a, that, is, a that is literally
1: that is literally really strange on 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 that fact. Well, it's understandable. was like the other strangest one was uh the dude that plays Vision, him and his wife. So yeah, they right after 9-11, they just got married.
2: Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name is Jennifer Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Conley, yes. Yeah, probably one of the most gorgeous women. Fucking gorgeous. I mean, I in mean, natural beauty. Hasn't done anything to herself as she gosh, got older. she's still hot. If you watch Top Gun Maverick, which is probably the greatest film ever made, I had uh, I,
1: did it, did, I, did I send you that that we were, uh, me and uh, Chris was talking about that how after me and Johnny. Uh, a friend, of the other host, we were watching that movie, and after we got done watching it, we were thinking about fucking going up to Shepard and stealing fucking
2: jet. <laughs> dude, that movie was so good. And it could have been, it had no right being good. Mm-mm. It was, it is a dude, sequel. It's, it's, dude, it's a sequel to A New Hope. But it's, <laughs> it is a, it, top, it's, a, top, car- top it's a carbon copy
1: to A New Hope. Star Wars A New Hope. Mm,
2: is it? Yes. Top gun Maverick. Trent, okay.
1: What was the thing they had to do in uh Star Wars? They they had They had to destroy the Death Star. What did they have to do? They had to go to a trench run. What oh, did they have to do see. on fucking uh top gun Maverick? Yeah. They had to do a trench run. And there was fucking uh uh blasters and everything like that. Then they had to get up and they had they didn't train as much. It was more or less, you know, hey, this is them training for mm-hmm. it.
3: Yeah. But it
1: hands down Star Wars. That run, okay, I'll give you that. That run
2: is very much... A fucking fat late that is like but how, verbatim. How many awesome. movies from the from the 80s that didn't have learn. had sequels made now that people were like, that movie was awesome? Like, I can't think of any. But I, it, Top it, you Gun Maverick. Small amounts. Top Gun Maverick surpassed... Ghostbusters Afterlife. That one uh, was... That was really okay. good. Okay. That was really good. It was pretty good. I think it it could have been better, but it wasn't as bad as the Ghostbusters reboot.
1: Oh god. Oh god. That I, one was I had that up a little bit in my mouth when.
2: Well, here here's what I think. I think like they were trying to uh just they were make it their own.
1: A, no, they were trying to make it a comedy cuz uh, cuz the original Ghostbusters it was considered a comedy. Yeah. But it was actually literally the first horror comedy okay, I'll give it that it, it, it had the mix in it. it had funny stuff in it but it didn't rely on the funny stuff.
2: I think that this one didn't so much as uh, I don't it, it didn't feel like fan service but it was still connected itself to the original Ghostbusters uh, and I think it had a pretty you got I mean look Paul Rudd's always gonna be great in my opinion and then Finn Wolfhard from Stranger things mm-hmm. that's a fun cast. But they didn't shun the original Mm-mm. Ghostbusters. They had, uh, uh, oh God, God, the woman who is uh, Janine. Is it Janine? There, the, the, the secretary. The,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: Janine. Okay,
2: so she's she's there. in the in the beginning, and then they bring in Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and uh, and the other guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, but no, they I met him they I embrace the fact yeah. that. This is a continuation of the movies that we love. It was
1: also it was also the uh, director's son that did it. Oh, it was. Yeah, uh, he uh, the director's son actually directed the the Ghostbusters: of
2: Afterlife. That is awesome. Yeah, you know, keeping
1: and he also helped write it and he went over with his dad. It's like, hey, I, I'm doing this. I mean, that's the reason why it looked exactly uh, Zuckermer. Uh, that's Z- that's the
2: father, uh, Rick Zuckermer, I think it is. Who who was the uh the guy uh that ended up passing away that was one of the Ghostbusters? Oh, God. Hold on. Um because he, him and Bill Murray had a very interesting relationship. Uh yeah, Harold Ramis. Yeah. Harold so Ramis. you know uh Harold Ramis directed Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. And uh apparently Bill Murray was uh going through a divorce or something at the time and uh, he and Harold Ramus butted heads uh, yeah real bad during that so much so that it affected their relationship and friendship and I, I don't think they ever worked together again after that uh, so yeah, that's probably true they actually um uh, Bill Murray says something about Harold Ramus's character. In this, yeah, that is kind of taking no, change. it wasn't Bill Murray, it was Dan Arkward, but Bill, Bill does too because he's there, yeah, 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 okay, he yeah, is, yeah, yeah. He is saying something about that character that I think that he wanted to, wanted say, to say about, the... about Harold Ramos, yeah. Uh, yeah, since he he passed away, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's good to see. I, I think that when people reboot something or, or make a sequel, you got to embrace the fact. That whatever came before it was great, and there's a reason why you're doing it. It's
1: like the whole thing that's going on right now with the uh, Little Mermaid.
2: Oh, God. We're going to disagree on this, but go ahead. No, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't care. Which is exactly what a grown man should say.
1: I don't care. And it was like, oh, it's because. I was like, she's got got some good pipes and everything like that. She's a good singer, and that's all. But here's the things no one else is talking about and this is something that's really strange, is the new Hellraiser.
2: Yeah, I saw... They, they switched
1: a, it to uh, a female pinhead.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. It's a chick. I don't know anything about it. There are some things that I, I, I but, won't argue with. Uh, well, nobody...
1: nobody okay, here, here's it, the funny it's, thing it's about a, it's that. It's a
2: fictional monster. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care.
1: Here, here's the thing about that. They, they are to- totally... You know, hating on the fact that the Little Mermaid thing is black, but Penhead as a woman, reason? Eh, A woman could destroy your fucking
3: life.
2: It's fucking. (laughs) It's fucking. It's there. It can't happen. I don't. I don't mind uh, the Little Mermaid being black. I mean, we're talking about a fish person, so it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't fucking affect my life. I I won't even watch it though.
2: I will mean, watch it. I, I will because a, I, have a, I have You a have little a little girl. girl. Yeah. Now if my daughter
1: comes up and was like, "Hey, I want to watch the little Mulan," yeah, I'll watch it. Uh
2: here's here's my thing on the the live action stuff. Uh Aladdin should have just been left alone. Like, you know, there's no reason why kids can't go back and watch that cartoon. I didn't think making it a live action really improved it. The Lion King was complete garbage. Uh, like the animated version of the Lion King was so much better than a full-on CGI version. It's just creepy. Uh, but the Little Mermaid could be fun. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll do Frozen live-action.
1: Uh, well, they got to go through the list because right now the next one up, I think, is Pinocchio.
2: Pinocchio is on Disney Plus. Did you know?
1: Did you Tom know Tom Hanks
2: is playing Geppetto? Yeah. Uh, did you I know fell Polly, asleep. Did you know
1: that uh, Polly Shore did a? Pinocchio movie, animated. I did he, not. He did the voice of uh, Pinocchio in this anime. What? When, which one? well wow, It just came out like recently.
2: Is Pauly Shore the voice of Pinocchio yeah. a- alongside Tom Hanks as Geppetto? No. It's that's it. Pauly P A U. Dude, my dyslexia gets
1: up. You'll you'll laugh at okay. it. Okay.
3: Because
1: I I love. Let's Google go to now. his IMDb. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I was trying to go... Let's, let's see what his IMDb said.
2: He's actually a pretty cool guy. i, I a lot of uh, say that. I talk to him quite a bit. Uh, I He would never know who I am, but I would see him as I was working at Pinocchio, the Pinocchio, a true
1: story, plays uh, Pinocchio.
2: Okay, let's click on that and see what it looks like. Because this, so this is different. This is not the one that's on Disney+. Plus, Which I find interesting. I think these must be uh, stories that are going into the public domain.
0: What should we name you maybe leonardo no he'd grow up to be a turtle who only cares about pizza i don't believe my eyes your name would be pinocchio
2: it's the pinocchio brata. got the whole world too special, Pinocchio. The world is
0: full of people who could harm you. The timeless story. Our
2: last few shows barely had any audience. We just need to come up with a new plan. Come on! You thought you knew. The coach is headed for the cliff. She's gonna fall. Um. This doesn't look like Pinocchio. Are you made? they did not do a good job of animating it to look like a wooden boy. He he looks just like everybody else.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those uh, I had a talk with a person recently about uh, uh, when like a popular uh, animated or something like that you get like, or even in movies you'll have like Something come out that they just did like really really fast a B rated movie yeah. style of it like uh, Avengers it was like a uh, uh, fairy tale or or the like Little Red Riding Hood and everything like that There's a, the guy that uh, played Rico in uh, Starship Troopers Yes he's he's in those he's the villain of all all three of the uh, uh, fairy tale
2: ones I don't I have any idea what you're talking about the fairy tale ones What are you talking yeah, about well, Hold on hold on You said Avengers. I'll I'll bring it up. Okay, I got to see what you're talking about.
1: I have to bring up him. Christopher Von Dean.
2: Casper. Casper, like the ghost. Casper Van... I don't know if it's Dean or Don. You might have gotten every one of those names wrong.
1: (laughs) I'm fucking mentally challenged, so... Uh.
2: All right, so what? Let's see. What'd you say these are called? These are uh, like... Dude, it's crazy how someone that you never see in anything, how much they work. This dude is in everything. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of voiceover. It looks like. Yeah, he does. Two thousand eight. Oh yeah, he was in Vampire Hunter. Uh, this is why I can't get. Any any roles because they keep giving everything to these guys that done done everything nowadays. Make your own. Move it. Move over, bud. It's time for somebody else to take the reins. Sleepy Hollow. Okay, v- there we go. Go down.
1: Yeah, go he down. Was in, he was in Sleepy Hollow. Right you there.
2: Done? Is that? Wait, did you find what you were looking for? I didn't no, know. No, that no, no. It's it.
1: it's it's up more. Okay. I know. It, uh, around when it was actually. Uh, it was out cuz it was like right around the uh...
2: the dog who saved christmas vacation coming this coming this december <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've you've seen the dog that saved thanksgiving and the dog that saved easter well coming this september it's the dog who saved christmas vacation Time to... okay avengers groom there you go no. What is that? Can you click on the trailer? What Hold on. is I'll... that? I'll find it. Hold on. That is crazy. It's an hour and a half. Uh, I thought you were talking about some kind of animated show. No. No. Dude, there's so much fucking uh, uh, stuff Lou out there. Lou Ferrigno.
1: Yeah, he played in it too.
2: The Hulk. He's an ass. You've met him before? You've met Lou Ferrigno? Uh
1: I work with a lot of cons because they have a lot of uh, uh, charity people that work in there. Uh-huh. And uh, and I work with the charity groups and everything, get get their voices out there. Yeah. And uh, they they were talking
2: really bad. All right, this is 56 second clip, so let's check it out. I might go home and watch this. Okay, so something teleported them from a, a medieval time to to today. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm guessing that. One of them learned how to drive. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Okay, Snow White, Rapunzel. Rapunzel, Sleeping Beauty, and Red Riding Hood. Along with Cinderella. Oh, there's Lou Ferrigno. Dude. You think, all right, what year was that made? Uh, hold on. Uh... Fuck! Oh, okay. What did they do? Because, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, was, 2015. Uh, think, yeah. So this is after the Avengers is a big thing. I think they just threw the Avengers Grim in there to play off of the Avengers title and to maybe hopefully get some people to come upon it on accident.
1: No, that's what they do.
2: That that is. Dude,
1: there's so many. There's so many.
2: Uh, this is. This is. This that feels is, like a trademark infringement. <laughs> no, I feel like you, Disney got a case on their hand. Not no. only that, they took all those Disney characters. <laughs> well, Snow those, White those, Cinderella.
1: Any, Uh There, There's certain ones that you can't, like Santa Claus. You can't copyright Santa Claus. Right. Well, there's that show or, called, uh, called
2: uh, Happily. No, wait. Once Upon a Time. What is that I, show on. Once Upon a Time, but it, it's Disney. Yes, but it was so good the first season. Oh god, I and, got so. And fucking then once they brought after, in, yeah. like I saw the second season or third season was going to have uh, Elsa from Frozen, and I hadn't watched any of those yet, and I, I was just like, I feel like it's jumping the shark. I it had a re- it could have been a really good, uh, what do you call them when they only do like three seasons? It's like a, a mini series or something mini-series. like mini series or a special series. I don't know, but. They should have just. They should have well taken that okay. storyline and actually gave it a good ending in three seasons it, because it, that was awesome. Here's the stuff.
1: The reason why I mm-hmm. like stream uh, the streaming stuff compared to the the actual TV stuff. Mm-hmm. You got twenty two episodes, yeah. and I'll notice the pattern on, on those twenty two episodes. Some of them just filler episodes. The first they, episode they, is
2: good. The last episode is good, and, and then there's twenty episodes uh, those, in between. I mean, that yeah,
1: pick and choose. But you have like the ones that are. They're only putting like. Eight to ten. Yep, and there's no filler episodes. Feel so bad the whole... for the
2: actors, to be honest, because you lose out a lot
1: nowadays.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, compared to what what it was back in the day, and man. Like you,
2: if you were on a sitcom, a 22 episode sitcom, I mean, Seinfeld.
1: Mm. I mean he he's up in the millions. Seinfeld, uh, Frasier. He's on. He almost has a billion dollars. Friend, who's
3: Seinfeld? Yeah. Seinfeld
1: is a billionaire.
2: I okay. think I think he was like. Uh because he got production credit uh early on, so he's not only getting money as a as a actor on the show, but he got actor, writer. I think he's worth over a billion. Oh, close. Oh close. <laughs> come on. All he's gotta do is is make one investment, and, <laughs> and then that'll go up. All he has to do is So he's, sell. he's up to $950 million.
1: <laughs> Yeah, all he has to do is sell something.
2: You know who actually is richer than him? Look up Julia Louis-Dreyfus, her network. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? Because her, fa- her grandfather is some billionaire. She Matt, owns, I don't uh, know if it was a media or,
1: or oil or what, but... Yeah, I looked it up just recently, like a couple of weeks ago. Uh...
2: there it is Julia Louis Dreyfus father his net worth is three point four billion he yeah. was uh oh it was energy services
1: yeah I knew I knew was something uh to do with that but her net worth it says two hundred fifty million but, but it doesn't account because her father's still alive yeah she's gonna be a rich. Yeah. Well, oh, it's like, uh, dude, uh, what's her name? Uh, Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, yeah. She <laughs> fucking married a goddamn Wait, fucking but, billionaire. Is that
2: who you're really going yeah, for? Yeah, she's Salma just my, Hayek? She's my number one out of, every, like, she's just, oh, my God. <laughs> little th- I, 13-year-old me saw Desperado in the theater, and I was just like, oh, that's what a woman's supposed to be right there.
1: yeah. yeah. Changed my life. Yeah. I mean, she's fucking hot. Uh, And and her voice, she could yell at me, and I would, like, come. Yeah. (laughs) I would, like, oh, God. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. May I have another? I I think I might piss you off later on in the day. I'm not sure. (laughs) I might do that.
2: Yeah, she's great.
1: Yeah, but she married a billionaire. I don't blame her. But, yeah. I'm like, I'm like. I wish I had a billion dollars. That's like one of those things. Is I don't. Why is she not in like a lot of movies? She's really she popular, and she doesn't like, have, I have
2: to, to be. be. Also, so she she portrayed uh, Frida Kahlo, uh, who's like this really yeah. famous Mexican artist, um, and she had to deal. That was like her passion project, mm-hmm. but it was owned by Miramax, which is uh, mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. And she had to deal with a lot of fucking bullshit with him getting that movie made, and I think that uh, once she didn't have to f- deal with that anymore, she was like, "Fuck it." I, I would have done the same. I'm not thing. making movies no more. You know, I mean, she still does. She did the Hitman's Bodyguard. The Hitman's Bodyguard. I think, that, wife's I, think bodyguard. More,
1: I think that's more or less because of Ryan Reynolds, maybe, or, or Samuel Jackson.
2: But you know, I mean, she still does some stuff here and there. But she does like fun stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, I love that shit that she was portraying in a Hitman's Bodyguard.
2: Yeah, I mean, she's uh, she's pretty uh, amazing, and it's it's sad that I think I think maybe she turned on the industry a little bit after having to deal with some stuff. But uh, you know, she still got a body of work that we can admire. <laughs> We can always go. Back I can. In. I can go back in time.
1: Yeah, I'm like I want. I want. I want to see her movies again.
2: But she's the best. Yeah, she. She is. Her and uh, her and uh, Penelope Cruz in uh, Banditas. That's a. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you at, know how many people <laughs> yes, have fucking seen that goddamn fucking movie? It's so funny. That was a great movie, though. I. I can sit here and say it's it's fucked up that she had to go through the shit that she went through as a young. Actress in Hollywood, but at the same time, I'm like, man, her I wish... tits were great in Desperado <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm no better than those fucking guys.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh well. Well, well no, it's one of those things. Is uh, those people are actually disgusting. You, you, me and you. If if it came around to it and everything like that, we're like. I'm think I'm pulling the line on this one. I'm crossing that goddamn fucking line. Maybe I should draw it back a little bit. <laughs> but but those people they were they were they were
2: predators and they knew it. Look click on that second picture there on the on the right. right up, here? up, over that one right there. Click on that. There's okay. uh Oh, that's so. That's her. That must oh, be shit. her grandfather. That's uh, yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus' granddad, right there. That must have passed eighty-four. Huh. Billions of dollars, and it can't get you past eighty-four. What's the point? I
1: don't know. Most of the most of those people that actually uh, get that high ranking of money and everything like that, it's either a it turns to shit, to or all the sexual activity you want to do has to deal with. Sh- you have to be shit on or shit on somebody. <laughs> fucking look at that shit dude i we went to an episode on that no fucking, dude. poor
2: person asked someone to shit on them I, so they I, can I, get exactly off. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, when's dude, the it, last time you asked your wife hey
1: i know we're not <laughs> making I, we're, we're finally make the big but can you shit on my fucking <laughs> chest or can i shit on your chest uh that is very true but i mean look at the guy that had uh wiki there was, a, there was a whole fucking thing that he'd have, like,
2: uh, what's her name? The the Bay Julian witch bitch. Assange? No, the Baywitch bitch. No, I'm saying that, is that the WikiLeaks guy, Julian Assange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You talking and about it, uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, Pamela Anderson? Yeah. She would, like, sit in a hammock uh-uh.
2: and shit on him. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And that's where we got to end this episode. Yeah. I'm going to have to drive home... <laughs> Thinking about that, you know how hard it's going to be to masturbate on the on the way home today. That's it's fucked not that
1: up. Not you, you
2: you're probably uh, uh, give it this. It's like just think of yourself rich. You can go through it. I gotta go home and uh, follow my fantasy football team and get pissed off. So really excited. Oh man, family. I gotta.
1: I I'll, I'll send it to you when you when uh when you get home or something like that. My
2: buddy uh told me.
1: There's this there's this uh, funny skit of uh, of fantasy football league and how uh, uh, this this whole the ref, the players and everything are trying to get figure out how to get everybody uh, good on their fa- uh, fantasy team and everything,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, they finally figured it out. And then the uh, the fa- his father-in-law is like, "Fuck! He fucked me again this week. That goddamn fucking uh, my damn son-in-law." <laughs> He's like, well, my- "It's not as bad. It's I- not as bad as uh, what he did with my uh, my team last week. He 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 kicked the whole entire team off the fucking
2: field." I I don't know what I'm doing. So, oh no. So my buddy, I think about it like D and D. My buddy sends me like hit he's like hey replace this person because we're in the same league yeah so he'll just be like hey replace this person with this person uh trade don't accept that trade uh do this i actually accepted a trade uh not knowing what i was doing that the entire league uh vetoed uh without my knowledge and and sent the player back to me (laughs) it was so lopsided they were like no you cannot could you you are retarded here is your player back. Do not accept any more trades,
1: dude. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the people that got like Dax Prescott or uh, Dijon, uh, Will, uh Watson?
2: How about this? Mine is a uh, is a legacy league, so you keep your players. Uh, okay. And I, my first round draft pick was Matthew Stafford, and my buddy was like, "You got like a year or two with him left. What are you doing?" And I was like, I just believe in him. (laughs) He's like, he's like, draft some rookies now, Uh, and then I drafted, uh, (laughs) I drafted Gronk because it was just a name that I recognized. Mm -hmm. And my buddy was like, he retired. (laughs) (laughs) You 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 drafted a player that's not playing this year, and I was like, I got a feeling he might come back. Well, you he could have. Tom Brady a, came he, back. Yeah, I was, like, was about to say that. You think he's gonna leave Tom hanging? He's I like, know, yeah, right? He's done. Like, All right, and so am I. I gotta get out of All here. All right, buddy. And
1: that's the end of the episode. Everybody, thank you for watching and listening. Uh, catch it. Uh, catch this episode today on Sunday. Uh, I'll probably edit the whole bullshit. We'll just get just to know,
2: let make sure everybody knows. I'm. At, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at, at Mitch Burrow on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, TikTok for fun videos. Instagram for uh, cute pictures of my daughter. Pretty much these days, that's all I do. Every now and then, I'll post a, a show poster of when, when I'm going to be on the road, and then uh, tweets uh, rarely, uh, if ever, come out. So you can follow me, and it really won't change your life at all. Yeah, so that's. Usually but I'll, a
1: I'll put all the information. Just send me all the details on it. And okay, I'll put it up. Sounds on the good. Hey man,
2: thank you for having me here. thank you for coming Yeah.